Kirk, how you doing? Paul, I'm grabbing bags and getting my bag wrapped. <laughs> Everybody, grab your bags. Grab your bags, ladies and gentlemen. It's our it's a it's a, every ten episodes we do a grab bag, and this is episode one hundred and ten. So it's time for grabbed bags. So if you have a bag, grab it real hard. <laughs> Sorry. We're gross. We're horrible dumb dumbs. Uh grab bag, you know, this is this is a show where we do a normally we do a theme, mm-hmm. but our grab bag episodes are themeless. Yes. Yes. And these are real fun to do. I love doing these. Yeah. Uh obviously because there's no theme. I tried to do with a couple of these. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want Paul to like these. Some I know you there's like one or two, I'm like. I know you're going to do. There's one I'm like, I don't know. And there's two I'm like, if you don't like this, I'm going to be real poopy about it. <laughs> I'm not trying to please you. <laughs> that's the problem. I'm just going, no, that's always been my problem. <laughs> Contempt for the audience. Yes. Including your uh, friends. You, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just went weird with it. Um, yeah. I, I, I take these as an opportunity just to show you videos that I enjoy that will almost certainly never fit a theme. Yes. Yeah. There's one that I saw out of the corner of my eye that I know immediately what it is. It's my first one. And I'm so fucking excited I can't even tell I, you. Yeah, I know. Yes. Uh, but we'll talk about we'll talk one about of yours this. first. Uh, which, this isn't a B-side, but we have in the past watched a Paul Rudd, yes. Jimmy Fallon recreation of a music video. It was for Sticks For Chicago episode. Oh, that's what it was. Yep. For the Chicago. For the Chicago Sticks is from Chicago. Sticks from Chicago. This is another one they did, apparently. Yes. I feel like this is a song I only know because of you. And did we watch the regular music video in a past episode? No, you know this song because it was from Pretty Woman. I've never seen Pretty Woman. But you know the song because it was such a huge hit from okay. Pretty Woman. Okay, this we watched Go West, a different song, one of their earlier before they uh, before was, they made it. And, big. and then you must have mentioned King, yeah. King of Wish. Exactly. Yeah, I fucking I've been singing this song for like two weeks in my head. I fucking love this song. <laughs> and this shot by shot recreation, yeah, with uh, Jimmy Fallon and Paul Rudd, yeah, is better than the Sticks one. Well, the Sticks one, the video that they were lampooning, yes. Uh, was one of those music videos where it's just basically the band on stage yeah, and it looks like of. a live performance. Yeah. There was plenty to goof on and yes. they goofed on it well. But this is more of a proper music video. Yes. And right? this is like spot on, not wink wink. Yeah. And one of the best things I've ever seen Jimmy Fallon do. I don't I, I dislike Jimmy Fallon as much as I like Paul Rudd. Yeah. But I grudgingly admit he's a great musical mimic. Yes, and not uh, not told. He's not like a no talent. I no, just don't definitely. like his personality. Yeah, but when they do these things, they're very good. He's great, and he's like the most because he's playing the second banana, and Paul Rudd's playing the. It's a Go West is a duo from uh, Britain. Yeah, they had a huge hits in the eighties in Britain. They had a couple big ones here, and so he's playing the lesser guy. Okay. They, I mean, they're still were actually Andrew were, Ridgely, if you, you will. know. Actually, yeah. If you the had oats, to, the oats, more the oats because yeah. the guy I don't even know his name. He played instruments and they collaborated. It wasn't just a one sided thing. But the main guy was like this good looking British dude who could really sing. Yeah, and they're great. They have good soul, but they do this perfectly. Okay, it's really fun. Is it from the Tonight Show? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. 
So, I mean, obviously, this doesn't translate to listeners because they're just yes. going to hear "Go West," which is why not? It's a great. But go song. go on YouTube and watch it. It's the side that I think when they do it um, on the show, do they put it side by side? No, like this? they don't. They just, they just show recreate it. it and assume that you get the yeah, reference exactly. Well, whoever uploaded to YouTube put them side by side. Yes, and there's some parts that you'll see in a second. You're like, "Oh, that's weird," but I'll I'll explain. Okay. This, yeah, it's the most 1989 thing. Oh, it's so good. This song is so good. See, and there's the pretty woman dressed and the woman who's pretending. Sure. It doesn't sound familiar, but... The horror course will get you. I mean, it's exactly perfect. <laughs> Fallon is killing <laughs> It's so good. Do they have a ponytail? Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> they really just don't wink, wink on this, and I love that. Okay, here, here comes the hook. Just okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, every, yeah. This is a huge song. Paul Rudd is just... <laughs> He's so funny. He's so good. He's got the mannerisms of the guy. He's, and he's got the receding hairline. Yeah. <laughs> like the, well, I mean, this is why they picked it, I'm assuming, but like the Sticks one, you're like, oh, I assume they're like way overdoing it. But yeah. then looking at the original, it's like, no, they were way overdoing There's, it. Yeah, yeah. They're really spot on. Yeah. And... As a Go West fan, I fucking love the lead singer. I think the lead singer's cool. In a real in a real bland way, yeah. he's super cool. Yeah. He's he, he cannot get more bland and cool at the same time. Well, he's just wearing, like, a white shirt with jeans. Yes, and which like, was the look. I was like, yeah. oh, I love it. And so they had to... They cut some of it out yeah. on the uh, Paul... For time. Yeah, for yeah. time. And so they had to black out those parts. And because it's hard to get zebras. <laughs> exactly. Go West <laughs> could get zebras. Well, I wonder what the budget of the original video was versus the budget of the recreation. Yeah, that's a good question. But it's so fun. There was a moment in the real video where the second banana was wearing an L.A. Kings hat. Yes. Uh, because it was cool. Yeah. And that guy probably didn't follow hockey. Go Kings. Yeah. Look, I'm, uh, I I don't follow hockey that closely, but I'm a French-Canadian man. It's in my blood. You can, yeah. You have no choice. This bass the, thing. Yeah, the weird the upright weird, bass. Yeah, it's like I, an electric upright I bass. I love that. I wish I had that. Oh, they had to cut out the part where the elephant does a hand, <laughs> headstand. Yeah, couldn't okay. afford it. That makes sense. Yep. But also, I want to see Fallon as the dude with his hair down. Yes. Are we going to get any of that? I don't. I, we did earlier on a little bit. Oh, there was an there was an L.A. King hockey player. Yeah. Uh, see, <laughs> foreshadowing. Now, do you like this song? Or are you just like it's in it's the, it's Rite Aid music? It's it's forgettable, but yes. it's not like offensive. Fucking yeah. It's so. It would play oh, right time. after Boy Meets Girl, oh, right? 100%. Like, <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, good two for yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, look at that. Uh, Rudd gets it. Yeah. <laughs> See, so there's Tom with the long hair. Yep. I think this is a really good pop, uh, pop song with a really smart chorus. It's, yeah, 
it's not. It's fine. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It doesn't rule, but it doesn't suck. I can see that. Yeah. And it's. I like the music video. It starts off small, and they add yeah. a ton of extras. And, yeah. Uh, this literally and figuratively. They they did not. The look fucking, at that. The look with the like the the hat to yeah. the side. Yeah. <laughs> spot on in the receding hairline and, and putting the, the lens cap over the camera at the end it's, it's so, so clever so meta <laughs> I the, go west this was like they could not get bigger really because they had like a they could have gotten a little bigger <laughs> no this was it this was it because like they didn't get bigger no but, but I mean it's kind of hard they had the big hit from the big movie yeah and then I think they just went back to Britain were they a bigger deal in the UK? Mm-hmm. Okay. But all those songs, all the songs are basically that. They fulfilled the promise of their name, but then they went, went back. back. <laughs> yes. They should have had an album went back. Go West, go back East yeah. or something. Yeah. That would have been good. Back over the pond. Back pond. Uh, is this what you were talking about? Fuck, yeah, it was. Clip, so I was just thinking about this the other day that I want to talk to you about. I have to admit something. I mean, you told, I, when we first started working together yes. like seven years ago. Don't remember why it came up, uh, but you asked me like, "Have you ever seen the movie Tough Turf?" Yeah, I don't know how it came up, but which is a ridiculous title, so I laughed. Yes, but I said, "No, not only have I never seen it, I've never even heard of it." Yes. Like it's this amazing movie from the '80s starring James Spader. Yep, as like a kid who goes to a new town and yes. then there's like gang violence. Yes, yeah. Did you? I'm guessing. I've never. I still have not seen. It. Okay, remember how I had you over to watch White Man Can't Jump and yeah. Pollo Loco. We're gonna watch. We're tough gonna do turf. Tough Turf. Well, I found this clip because I love the band and I was listening to the album a lot. Yeah, and I was like, let me just see if there's like, I don't know, like a live performance. I was just looking on YouTube. Yeah, for the Jim Carroll band. Yes, who are much more well known for the song "People Who Died." Uh, and Jim Carroll, of okay. course, is known for being the writer and subject of the basketball diaries, Yes, that's how I know him. Yeah. Uh, where he was played by um, a young Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. But he was a real person yes. who put out music in the early 80s. And sort of like, it's punk, but he's more of a poet than a singer. Yes. So the, the, the songs are sort of like talk song, which I actually really dig. Yeah. Uh, you've never heard People Who Died? I don't think I have. I only know Jim Carroll yeah. from Basketball Diaries. Yeah. And then I only recently learned that the Jim Carroll band yeah. was a thing and in Tough Turf. Yeah, I you didn't... Yes. I, I did not know that. When I was looking for clips of the Jim Carroll band, yeah. I found this clip of them performing like my favorite Jim Carroll band song in the movie Tough Turf. That's interesting because I just assumed this was a song... For the movie, but it was probably a song that they had and they just did. Yeah, it's from 1980. Okay. Oh, it's, okay. It's on the Jim Carroll Band album. Okay. It fucking rules. Yeah. And then I'm watching the movie, and I don't know the context of this. Yeah. Because I still haven't seen the movie, but someone very interesting is playing drums for the band. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm, I'm yes. talking about, but I'll, I'll mention I'll it when it comes up on screen. Yes. Uh, so it's just, it's the Jim Carroll Band doing It's Too Late. In the movie, they're performing at, like, it looks like like a warehouse club yes. for teens. Yes. And the teens are all dancing to this poem set to rock music. Yes. That's very cool. It's, yes. It's super this cool. This is good. 
But I, would, I didn't think of it as like a dance song. It's but, not. But and the kids are dancing to it, and I was like, this rules. Yeah. I have to see Tough. We're going to talk a lot about this before we see it. You know everything about the movie. I know nothing I've about I've seen movie. this movie at least 12 times. <laughs> you loved it when you were a kid at the time? Yeah. It was one of those... It, it, it wasn't a... It was like an... It's almost like an exploitation film, but not in the real gross sense. Yeah. Because it wasn't a huge studio movie. Right. And I only saw it maybe a year after it came out on video because I had already seen Pretty in Pink. But this is pre Pretty This is pre Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Pink. So I saw Pretty in Pink in theaters. It was like, fucking James Spader's the man. <laughs> Went to a video store and said, oh, he's got this movie called Tough Turf. Well, I'm going to pick it up and we're going to watch it. What is this, 84, 85? This is probably 80, like almost back to back. It's yeah. like 86 was Pretty in Pink and this is like, Early eighty six, late eighty five. So they came okay. back to back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could remember the context that you originally brought it up. And asked I it think, yourself, but I'm, I think. Okay. I think I probably brought up bad influence. Yes, that's exactly right. Which is a, a James Spader Rob yes. Lowe movie from nineteen ninety that I love. Yes. And I don't know why I, I would have been talking about that, but I'm bad glad I brought it up. And you were like, if you like bad influence, yes. you should see Tough Turf. Yes, it's exactly what happened. By the way. T-U-F-F. Yes. Tough Turf. Tough Turf. <laughs> Which is, sounds like the name of an ABC after school special about yes. gangs. Not an actual badass yeah. movie about gangs. It's this. Let's play it because this movie okay. has wild swings that I won't sh- share for you because I, wanna, well, I look, want to. Well, look, Jim Carroll is no joke. He, That's what's he was weird. an actual, like, heroin addicted New York yeah. teenager. Yeah. Like, he is. Fu- he has all the cred yes. in the world. So, I, I don't know how the rest of the movie is, but to me, he lends it all the badass credibility that it needs. Okay, good. This is great. It starts off with this daytime scene where it looks like he's just gotten his ass kicked because he's all bloody. Yeah. James Spader. And that's, that's the bad gang that's harassing him. Okay. This is all from the movie. Ooh, he's going to hit him with his car. Yeah. Is he going to back down? I feel like high school was never more difficult than it was in the 80s. Fuck yeah. Gym. A lot of shit went down. According to the movies. Yeah. See? Oh, he hits his bike. Hits his bike, but he didn't back down. Slow-mo shot of the bike flying yes. through the air. This is weird. I'm not sure. I'm wondering why this... He's not going to be able to ride that home. Nope. Oh, see, they did uh, here we go. This is a good song. It's awesome. Now... <laughs> Why yeah. is a shirtless with a bow tie Robert Downey Jr. the drummer for the band? Because he is in the movie. Yeah, I assume that. He. But what's the story reason the story for him being in the is, band? This is when he was just Robert Downey. Oh, he didn't use the junior. He didn't use the junior. Okay. Yet. So Robert Downey's in this movie as James Spader's new best friend. Okay. And so he's a good guy. He's a good. He's wacky, weird. Kind of edgy like like Downey is. And he's in this band with his brother. And I can't remember if Jim Carroll's not his brother, but someone else in the band plays as like quote-unquote brother. Yeah. And he's in the band, and then it was like one of those things like, hey, I'm rocking out with my band at the warehouse place. Come check us out. Okay. And so that's there. And they become friends. He's in a, quite the movie quite a bit. So... Spader in this movie, he's the main character, yes. but he gets picked on, but he doesn't look like a dweeb. No. He looks like a cool guy. He's a he's from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. He, it, it's all real sketchy because it's such bad writing. He's from Connecticut. 
he his father loses his job and they have to move to California. So is it like he's a rich kid, but now he's a poor kid? Or kind he has to of, move to a poor kind area? Of, okay. Yes. Yes. Got it. And got this it, is a it. real shady, shitty place. Is Robert Downey Jr.'s character a cool guy or like a weirdo? A weirdo. He's not one okay. of the cool kids. The, inter- the interesting thing about Robert Downey Jr. at this time, his first few movies, yeah. right? In Weird Science, he's like the cool, handsome bully. Yes. And then one year later, he's the weirdo best friend in Back to School. So yes. you're like, wait a minute, who is yes. this guy? And he's a little weird and edgy here. And this is still around the same time. Yes. Maybe the same year as Weird Probably, Science, yeah. right? Um, yeah. So I was wondering, like, is he a bully or is he or No, is he he's one of the good guys. Or? Okay. He's one of the good guys. And he's a kick-ass drummer. Kind <laughs> for, of. For Jim Carroll. For Jim Carroll. Who's clearly 45. Yeah, like, way older. That's the, that's the opening lines of this song. It's too late to fall in love with Sharon Tate. Which. That rules. That's the p- weird thing about this movie. Yeah. Because as you can see, this is a weird, dark song. That bass line's great, by the way. Oh, yeah, dude. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And these kids are dancing like it's a Debbie Gibson song. I know, but I kind of love that. And that's the, that basically encapsulates the whole movie. Because they're not like a bunch of goth kids or like no. two cool kids who are just standing there with their arms crossed, yeah. wearing leather jackets, smoking like, yeah. No, they're fucking boogieing. Yes. <laughs> to It's Too Late by the Jim Carroll. And thing. that's the whole, this movie is a combo of like, dirty dancing, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah. and The Class of 1984, which is a real exploitative punk rock movie. Yeah. And so there's moments where there's like romantic comedy. There's musical numbers more than this where they actually there's dance and singing. Right. And then there's straight up horrific violence. I mean, it sounds like it's checking all my boxes. Yes. Like the parts of me that love punk. Yeah. And violent movies and the pop parts of me that are like really pop oriented. Yeah. Yeah. You will love. I have no doubt in my mind when you see this. I'm going like, to like tough gonna turf. Like it's going to be line. my new favorite yeah, movie. It's all over the place. And this encapsulates it. That's so funny. The kids love the Jim Carroll band. love it. Can't get enough of it. These kids don't even know who Sharon Tate is. But that's because they're they're rough around the edges kids from a tough turf. They're from a tough turf. And it's not even like a movie about like popular kids and unpopular. It's literally this new kid gets harassed by a gang. Yeah. Well, he shouldn't have moved to their town. He should move to, well, he did something, which I can't reveal. Oh, okay. So. The cultural faux pas. Yeah, that didn't. Yeah. So he sees this Porsche in the middle of the street. Yeah. And he's going to hotwire it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's rad to steal a car. Oh, wait. This, I'm sorry. He's not going to hire it. The keys are in there. <laughs> because that happens. He was trying to hitchhike to the game. Yeah, he they was. They shot him trying to hitchhike. He yeah. can't get a ride, so he's going to steal a car. That rules. Yeah, it's fucking great. And I wonder if we see what happens because it's kind of funny. Now, you haven't mentioned... Yeah. Maybe because you didn't see her, who's in this. Oh. The, 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 the love interest, the girl, is a um, teen actress from the 70s and 80s who later became a huge reality show star. Huh? Kim Richards. 
Uh, that name rings a bell. She's a uh, Beverly Housewives. Beverly Housewives. Oh, I don't know the House oh, the Real Housewives okay. very well. Okay, yeah. She's in this. Okay. Yeah. See, that's her. Ah, yeah, I don't recognize her. And look how long her hair is. Uh, all three of these girls kick ass. <laughs> yes. Very 80s. Yes. Huh. Not not punk. No. They're, they almost like, they're sort of doing like a Madonna thing, but a punk version of it. A little it. rough around the edges, Madonna. Yeah, but yeah. still uh, glam, but yeah. they, glam, just, they look awesome. Working class glam. Work, yes, yeah. yes. Which is, I mean, come on. You're right there, Paul. Right up my alley. Oh, I can't wait to fucking have you over this. It's <laughs> Work, such a good movie. Working class glam. Yes. No, don't move it out of her eyes. It looks good. Good looks. Now, is Jim Carroll still around? No, he is. He has uh, passed away. Oh, okay. A while ago, or uh, I don't remember. But it wasn't anything dark or nefarious. Okay. Just he, age. Yeah, just a uh, cancer or something. I wonder. Besides Robert Downey, is this his real band? I wonder too. I doubt it because they're they really look, good looking. They look like teen eighties yes. teens. Yes, and he looks like Vinny said for Yes, yeah. and not as like like pretty. And, yes, you know. Yeah, he looks badass. He does look badass. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> looks like a goon because he's wearing. Wait, is that a, that is a bow tie? It's not a bow like tie. His sunglasses are. It's a tuxedo okay, bow tie. Yeah. He's wearing a tuxedo bow tie with no shirt. Yeah, which looks cool, but he's obviously like, I'm being funny. Yeah, I'm goofy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Carroll would never. No. Uh, yeah, it's the coolest song in the world. The kids love it. I think they do more songs. They too, do, yeah. Because there's a da- after this, there's a dance number. Yeah, I remember. I remember this so well. Thank you, thank you. Jim Carroll band. Way better than they had any right to be, considering he's not a musician. He's a writer and a poet, but he was cool enough that he could get some cool session guys. I guess. Yeah. That whole album is just all killer. That's so funny. Yeah. And it's just the fact that it's in this movie. Yeah. And you're going to, you'll see it when we watch the movie. He has got a little acting scene in it. Jim Carroll does? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he talks to uh, Spader. And he's good. He's yeah. like a good, like real under underplayed. You know, I've never seen The Basketball Diaries. It, the book's better, but yeah. it's good. It's good. I, it doesn't surprise me that you read the book. Yeah. Yeah. How old were you when you read it? Oh, I was in my... It, I was well into my twenties when it came out. Because it, did it come out in the seventies or eighties? Yeah, or? I didn't. I didn't read it till I was in my twenties. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. read it before, right around the movie. So yeah, I think I, I the movie it. came yeah. out and I read it. Uh, okay, I have no idea what to expect. This is what I'm my from. This, this is my day. fingers crossed one. Okay, that you, that I like it. Yes, it's going to be like a funky dividends or a, yes, that's my hope. Or, okay. That's my hope. Okay, this is the group whistle. <laughs> The, the group's name is not promising, but the title of the song is... Yes, Just Buggin'. Just Buggin'. And it's a parenthetical... Actually, technically, it's Just Buggin', parenthetical, uh, only seriously. <laughs> okay. Now, whistle... There's two whistles. Mm-hmm. The second whistle, <laughs> I'm going to ignore because I don't think you care about it. But what, this whistle's like 85, 86. Mm-hmm. And this was produced by I don't think you know them because um, I've mentioned them before by the by the uh, one of the band members from the, the group UTFO who did Roxanne Roxanne. Okay, yeah, I remember that coming yeah. up, but I'm not familiar. And so they produced this, and it's a real 
mid eighties rap song. Okay. It's really good. And there's fun samples in it. And then in 89, a couple of, it was three guys, one band member left and they brought two band members in and they're like, well, we're a new Jack swing band. now." Okay. Uh, and that was basically it. But so I ignored the new Jack swing one. Cause it's kind of like lower rack. New Jack Swing. <laughs> sure. It's the it's the it's the off brand. Well drink. Yeah. <laughs> New Jack Swing. Yes. Yeah. But just bugging, I was like, I wonder if Paul's gonna like this. And the video is so like, we made this for a dollar, but it's fine. That's <laughs> up my street. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> right. right away, this reminds me of nothing more than Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> oh good. That's gonna be a good thing. <laughs> the sound of it and the look of yeah. it. Yeah. It's all color day glow. Yeah. Is that like stop motion? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <gonna laughs> So far, totally on board. Yeah. Real mid 80s. <laughs> Here, okay, here's the thing. Yeah. I have no notes. Yeah. This Good. is great. If you like that, you like this. Oh yeah, then you're not allowed to talk shit about the Fat Boys. No, I hate the Fat Boys <laughs> because they don't swing like this, and I not I don't like their beatbox guy. <laughs> okay, and their songs are like droney. They they drone on this. This has got a little more pep to it. Yeah, this is. I didn't realize it was going to be this goofy, but yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Oh, we're not even at the goofy part. Okay, <laughs> that. Would get annoying after a yeah. while, but this is a tight three and a half minutes. Yeah, so it's okay. And you can kind of hear the, that go-go influence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wonder, I wonder where they're from. Are they from D.C.? They're from, no, they're from uh, uh, New York. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, there's a very, it sounds a little EU. Yeah. Someone discovered that sound. Oh, like, they loved it. Yeah. They loved it. And then they get into their wacky car. With all this just being green screen. It's yeah. just a green screen. It looks like a children's television yeah. show. Now you're going to get to a... It's still not the goofy part yet. <laughs> it's not? Nope. Yeah. We're only bugging. This is the wacky part. <laughs> That's your wacky part. Yep. Halfway into the song, you got your wacky part. The Green Acres theme. Yes, they put the Green Acres theme song with that sound. And they put the opening credit sequence from Green yes. Acres in the video. Yeah, and that's literally in the song. Yeah. It's not for the video. That song has Green Acres in it. Oh. <laughs> Why? Wow. Did yeah. this get radio play? Yes. <laughs> this was... This was a... Their, Biggest hit until they did a cover of Always and Forever by Heatwave in, in the late 80s. Wow. Yeah, this, this played on R&B radio stations a lot. Look, I, again, not criticizing this, Yeah, but this is really the sort of thing... That makes me think, like, look, at the time, anyone who thought rap was a fad can be forgiven. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. Because... I agree. (laughs) This is so ridiculous that, like, how can you take... 
how can you take it seriously as yeah. an art form? Not because it's bad, but it doesn't take itself no seriously. It's almost like they're making. Fun well, of course, of it doesn't take it seriously. It's only bugging. It's only bugging. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there yeah. is an alternative world where like this, and everyone was like, "Remember rap?" Yeah. For a brief minute, and it didn't become a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I feel like Kanye would be like, "This one of my top three favorite records." Yeah, you're like, they're, they're guaranteed. There's like Dr. Dre's like this fucking song. Yes, is amazing. This is, I would say, like a. It's not underground because it played, but it's a. It's for. It's a forgotten uh, gem. Yeah. I mean, this is nowhere near as good as Funky Dividends to me. No, no, I agree. This isn't going on a playlist. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Funky Dividends is way better. But, like... it's all, And, and st- like, aesthetically, the video is a little, like, proto-De La Soul to me. Yeah, I can see that. Very colorful. Yeah. Whimsical. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of the band again? <laughs> I guess you didn't know. <laughs> oh, is that true? Yeah. But don't take him seriously. Oh, okay. They, yeah, they leaned into this. <laughs> Someone bought a new Casio. And they're like, I just figured this out. Yeah. Bang. We got a new hit. But yeah, this... Or what def- is that called? The clav or whatever on the keyboard? Yeah, I think yeah. it's a clavicle and they must have like put it together. But like Select, Select was a, a fairly big hip hop R and B label. Label, yeah. And see Whistle. Yeah, and then there's a whistle. There's just in a, case you missed it. In case we wanted to know, their name was Whistle. Wow. Yeah. I kind of can't believe it took you 110 episodes to get to Whistle. <laughs> no, it was one of those where I I knew of Whistle because of both of the songs. Yeah. But I always remembered the New Jack Swing more because I bought that album. Sure, and sure. I didn't buy that this album. Um, I just look. I want to take this opportunity to highlight how much I value you and our friendship. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't have any other friends who grew up in the '80s and remember shit like this. Like yeah. you will always dig up some forgotten <laughs> hip hop record like this. Yeah, that no one else would ever bring to me. <laughs> that Yay. I would never hear. Yeah. But now I've heard now it. you've heard it, and yeah. now every now and then, every now and then, and I, I'm not expecting a funky dividends level, but every now and then I get you a funky dividends. Yeah, level. I put funky dividends back on my oh, playlist yeah. recently, and I've been listening to it again. It's so good, so good. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you know the turtles? They do happy together. Yes, good. Imagine I like that song. You, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know that you hate the '60s, but I like that song. But I'm like, I bet Kirk likes it because it's like undeniable. It's undeniable, and it's cool. Yes. Uh, the the two main guys in the turtles later also their names are Howard I don't remember Howard and something but mm-hmm. they became better known as Flo and Eddie when I they, know Flo and Eddie Flo and Eddie when they hooked up with Frank Zappa yes after the turtles I know the name Flo yeah. and Eddie yes uh, Flo because he went by like the fluorescent lizard or something like that and they called him Flo. anyway uh, we're gonna watch a performance of the turtles follow up happy together called Eleanor which you may or may not, okay. or not know was it considered a hit it was a hit okay it was a hit it's a song I genuinely like oh okay but before the performance of the song uh Howard whose name I, last name I can't remember is going to talk a little bit about 
the writing process that went into the song. Okay. And it's a fun story. Cool. And then you get to listen to the song knowing what he t- told you about it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. good. I like that. I yeah. like that. I just got so fed up, uh, sick and tired of, of the guys from White Whale coming to us constantly and saying, give us another happy together. Give us Who's White Whale? Happy. White is Whale the is their, their label. Okay. Yeah. And this you is know, Flo or Eddie? This is Eddie. Okay. Thing of himself from you guys is that they're happy together. So in Chicago at the Astro Towers, uh, in one of those decadent periods where we all had suites, um, I went away to my room, plugged up on something or other. <laughs> And um, up. I like slammed that. the door and just said, all right, damn it. You want another happy together? You're going to get another happy together. And I went through the process of analyzing what made happy together work and where happy together's chords went down, my chords went up. And whatever that melody line oh, took wow. that turn, my song took another. And I purposely threw in uh, lyrics that would show the white whale people the folly of their ways. <laughs> pride and joy, etc. Look at that. That's flow. Okay. Yeah. The funny thing about the Turtles is Flo and Eddie are like real like regular looking dude, mm-hmm. like the weird looking dudes. And then the rest of the band just look like sort of 60 Ken doll yeah, guys. Like like that dude and that dude. Yeah. yeah. In fact, at first fab and gear, etc. Uh, but the fact that anybody was using etc. in a song was, was pretty ludicrous. <laughs> and the fact that I was singing real... Um, pre-teen lyrics about going to the movies and not being understood by this fictional girl's parents and all that stuff. I figured it was the kind of thing that the guys at White Whale would come back to me and go, what are you out of your mind? Okay, we were wrong. Thanks. Anyway, we don't want another happy together. Get progressive. But they didn't get the joke. In fact, nobody got the joke. In fact, years and years later, I'm being asked to this very day if, if I meant to say etc. Did, did I know that was a funny song? Yeah, I knew it was a funny song. So basically he's saying, I wrote the worst, dumbest song yes. I could come up with as a fuck you to the record company. And they loved it and it was a hit. I love that. Yeah. I'm also amazed, like, did you think that they were not going to love it? They're stupid <laughs> studio people. Yeah. But also, they were kind of right because the Turtles at that time were trying to be like more proggy. Oh, yeah. And they're like, okay. just write us a pop song. And he's yeah. like, fine, I'll write you a pop song. And they're like, thank you. Thank you great. very much. Also, it is a great pop song, Alan is. And he's like, oh, it's these insipid lyrics about going to the movies with your girlfriend and your parents don't understand you. And I'm like, oh, you mean like the greatest <laughs> stuff that pop music can be like about? Every pop song yeah, that no, makes a big great. Sting, uh, hit? Great, you nailed it. I'm, I'm on the record company's side in this case, not just because it proved out, but because their position was correct. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. I think I do know this song. Yeah, okay. you might have heard of this song. Nowhere near as yeah. much as uh, Happy Together. But. Also, the ruffled tuxedo. Yeah, look. it's a great look. Yeah. Vaguely know this song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is literally happy together. Happy together backwards. Yes. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. You're my pride and joy, etc. I feel like 
first of all, who's who's the guy with the uh, flow? Flow, yeah. Just with the fucking tambourine, yeah. Genius, yeah. He's a comical dude. I, I can only I'm putting this on them, yeah. And this is how I interpret it: is it doesn't feel like they're bitter about this. It feels yeah. like they're singing it, going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not mad that they came up with this and it did well, and now they have to play it. They're just like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like if this is what you want, fine. Wow, they are weird looking. They're dude. great. They're smart guys too. They can sing though. Yeah. Also, you know, you can t- you know, the, considering how they look, they must yep. be talented. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's the theory you've said that has always proven true. Yeah. There's a great video of them with a whiteboard explaining all the managers they had and uh, how they got great. taken for a ride by all these managers. Wow. Draw it and explain it. It's very funny. They have to put that on. They seem like they're like beyond smart guys. Yeah, yeah. But weirdos. Yes. They're more weird. They're weirdos who were in a band that had like a real straight ahead yes. poppy hit. That sounds like it. Yeah. And it really is. If I, it's these two guys, and not that these are session guys, but right. yeah, they kind they're of normies. Okay, yeah. they're they're not as important to the turtle magic. Yes, I as, mean I don't know a ton about the turtles, yeah. but Flo and Eddie went on. Like they're still sort of creative partners to this day. Yeah. And, oh, okay, that's yeah, cool. They're, they're the heart of the turtles. That's so funny because like that sounds like. Like he just said, I just reversed happy together. You're yeah. Like, oh yeah, you did. The whole song is a middle finger. It's to their record company. Yeah. And then it's a hit. It's and, like, and dude, stop trying so hard. That's all it takes. Yeah. Right. Aim for the dumbest thing you can do. It's pop music. It's supposed to be yes. righteously dumb. Yeah. That's what we're striving for. Yeah. That's what we want. I want songs about how parents just don't understand. I'm a nearly 40-year-old man, but I still want songs about going to the movies yeah. with my girl. That's a great segue because that's this next song right fucking now. Really? Yes. What is it? The Deal. The Shoot deal. Em Up Movies. How do you spell deal? D-E-E-L-E. The Deal. The Deal. Shoot em Up Movies. Yes. So, okay. Mm-hmm. The Deal had three big hits. One of them was huge called Two Occasions, which I... A fucking great song. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The reason they are important is because it's Babyface's band before oh, he became Babyface. Yeah, okay. So Baby Babyface and L.A. Reed, who formed LaFace. L.A. Reed from... Uh, L.A. Reed from The Deal. Okay. It was L.A. Reed, who married Pebbles, who came up with LaFace Records. Right. Who Tony Braxton was on there very early on. Pebbles. Uh, so this TLC. is... We're talking about mid to late 80s? This is like 87. Okay. This is their second. They'd already come up with... In the early 80s, they had like a disco funk song called Body Talk. It was like 83. Then 87 came along. 86, 87. And they had two occasions and the and uh, Shoot 'em Up Movies, which is kind of their love songs. <clears throat> Shoot 'em Up Movies is fucking stupid. <laughs> Great. This song and video is fucking dumb. Okay. But I will always sing the hook because I fucking love the hook. And everything else about it I think sucks. Is it about violent movies? No, it's... You know, once you hear the chorus, you'll understand what okay. this is about. Okay. It's literally the thing you were just talking about and yeah. you didn't even know it. Which I fucking <laughs> love. 
Great. Is it a, is it a slow jam? Or? Yes. Okay. It's a slow, a slow jam, jam, but real cheesy. I just want to say for the record, before I met you, I never heard of. I, I thought Babyface appeared magically in 1997 for oh. the phenomenon soundtrack. Yeah, that's the first I ever heard of Babyface. Oh, because because he made Eric uh, Clapton a star. Yes, right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again. <laughs> But he did have that period in the in the mid to late nineties where he was just he wrote like every hit he wrote song. every hit song yeah but I'd never heard of him before that point so to me he's like a songwriter from the nineties he was for me the guy who was right around there with Teddy Riley right. and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis yeah and I was like oh he, I only knew later I was like oh the deal he was from the deal yeah I thought he was just this produ- amazing producer who just saw this early uh, in nineties shit. Uh, if I ever see Babyface, I'm going to be the cool guy and be like, Babyface, shoot him up movies. Yeah. And he'll be like, yeah, man. <laughs> because this is the lesser hit of two occasions. Two occasions is the bigger hit. So if you did shoot him oh, up. Oh, shit. What movie theater is it? The, the Los, Los Feliz. Just right over there. Yeah. Okay. And there's, there's Babyface. Babyface, yeah. But he, Babyface was just a keyboard. So he wasn't even the lead singer. Okay. So they're going to the movie theater. I'm sorry, we're out of butter, sir. What? I told you I wanted lots of butter. Give me my money back. Oh, I love a sketch. It, the whole movie is basically <laughs> a story. <laughs> Great. But these cool guys. Give me my money back. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's with him, and they're both <laughs> angry that there's no butter. There's no butter in the popcorn. So they're harassing the poor, beautiful counter girl. Yeah, at concessions. This dirty trucker-looking dude, and this really, uh, and this like pimp-looking guy. Yes. Yeah, they're mad that there's no butter on the popcorn. Yeah. And then here comes the deal. Hey man, but you like again, like uh, the dude that you talked about in our last mini at the cafe. They have a legitimate beef, but you don't have to be a dick about yeah. it. Just be like, hey, I didn't get just butter. Just say like, oh, if there's no butter, then never mind. I yeah. don't want the popcorn. Can I have my money back? Yeah. Or maybe you just forgot, but you know. You don't have to treat the low-wage exactly. employee like a piece of shit. And the deal understands the that. The deal is cool. That hat, look, I'm not like a fashion guy, but that hat with chin strap and the state police It's, it's a no. It's a no. It's a no. Won't you leave the girl alone? Yeah. Don't fuck with the deal. <laughs> Don't fuck. That's what they should have said for the deal. Yeah. Oh, so, he's getting laid tonight. So now he falls in love. Yeah. He defended her. He defended her. So they're going to this movie. Yeah. In the empty theater. Hmm. You know how you watch, you put shades on in a dark movie Always. theater? Yeah. Always. The deal rides again. It's the movie they're seeing. They're they're watching a silent movie? They're watching a silent western. Yes. With racist overtones of an Asian man. But so, the the guys that were... And now she's watching. She's taking off work to watch this movie. (laughs) Yeah. And they're in love, but they're in the movie. Okay. So maybe he's imagining the movie? No, it's... Well, maybe. This is very forward. Yeah. They haven't even had a conversation no. at all. He looks like uh, Cast Off Jackson. Yes. And he was the lead singer. I can't remember his name. I think maybe Sergio. Um, and so, yeah. So now they're going to do the thing that they already did. They're protecting the woman. Right. And that's the bad guys from the pop. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here. 
Shoot him up movies. <laughs> That's my favorite part, but I hate every else about it. <laughs> I want to hear it again. That's the hook. <laughs> awesome. I love that. The yeah. rest of the song I can do without, and I think it's because. Oh. Babyface is singing the hook. The okay. other guy is singing the, the rest. The rest. And I don't like his voice as much. Yeah. And then I think also is that I'm 100% sure Babyface just sang that to himself once and said, there's a song. Yeah. <laughs> he just sang that bit. We're like, we're going to do a song around this. Yeah. Because everything else is like, what? Wait, now the now the movie switches to... Because they, they switch to the, the deal on stage performing the song. But it's a movie of But that. now they've cut back to the movie theater, and that is now the movie they're watching. For now. Instead of the silent movie. Yes. Where they were doing a Cowboys thing. Yes. Because it's a shoot-em-up movie. Yes. It's a shoot-em-up movie. Yeah. Who calls them shoot-em-up movies? I mean, there's the movie called Shoot-em-up with Clive Owen. And, uh, <laughs> I can't believe and, you referenced that dude, movie. Dude, I love shoot-em-up. That's a great fucking that movie. That movie rules, dude. <laughs> oh. Speaking of violent movies. Yeah. I mean, this song sucks, but... It does suck. But the, the video... The sucks. The video's fun. Yeah. And I love the hook. This video... This movie sucks. You never put this on a mixtape? Never. <laughs> I put two occasions on a lot. Okay. But two occasions, is the video's nothing. I like the girl in the video. Yeah. So that's a big hair. Gotcha. I, yeah, have, that I is just, a good little... It's a good little uh, hook. Yeah. I have walked around the house just Makes saying... complete sense yeah. to me that you would do that. Yeah. Not sing the rest of the song. Yeah. So then it goes back to the... It goes back and forth between the, that and the, the Western. Yeah. Yes. And that's L.A. Reed. L.A. Reed was the bass. He was playing bass. Okay. Yeah, he was the bass guy. Wait. And now there's talking. Sure. But I don't like the whispered talking as much as the like... Yeah. Listen, girl. Uh... Yeah, the lead singer gives me the creeps. To I'm be, not to a fan friend. of this. Yeah. I'm not a fan of this lead singer, and that's probably why I don't like this song. Yeah. Oh, he kind of, uh, he kind of looks like someone, and I can't place it. I know what you mean. Yep. It's wacky. Yeah. Oh, there's the. He's fist fighting him. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know who signed off on this, but she looks like I don't know if you know who the actress Teresa Randall. I don't. Okay, she was in Girl Six with the the uh, Spike Lee movie. Oh, okay. That's not her. It's not her. So then she falls in love with in the real version life. of him in the screen. Yes. And everyone's like, is she gonna climb into the movie? Yes, she yeah, is. Okay. But she was already in the movie. Yeah. So now there's two of her? That's a space-time But then, no, because here's what happens. Oh, but now the Western version is in real, real life, life. And they're going to hook up. They're going to fall in love. He's going to fuck a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and the cowboy is going to fuck a lady from the future. <laughs> yeah. So it all works out fine. Sure. <laughs> Just like a shoot-em-up movie. Just like a shoot-em-up movie. I totally am on board with everything you said. That song sucks. Yes. 
but the Bang uh-huh. Bang Gotcha Shoot part, movies. Love it. Love Great. it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. You're gonna hate this. <laughs> okay, but I don't care. It's for me. All right. This is a bit. Rightfully, this should have gone on our best of 2018 episode years ago. Oh my god, I remember doing that. Because uh, I was listening to this album a lot, but at the time we put that together, I didn't realize there was a music video for this song, or else it would have gone on there, or even on the B sides if I had known about mm. it then. But I found the video later. This is a band called Sick Thoughts. Of course. But it's really just one dude named Drew, and he just, he looks like a, a dude named Drew. He mm-hmm. looks like he looked like that dude named Drew who was in your dorm, who was kind of like weird, you know, <laughs> yeah, and liked rock music and kept to himself. Yeah, and then you found out he was super talented, just <laughs> a genius. Just, yeah, just making rock music in his dorm room. Yeah, because he had a single because no one wanted to live with him. <laughs> but he just sat there all day making music. Yeah, yeah, he's just a real regular looking dude. Yeah, probably smelled. Uh, I love Sick Thoughts. I still listen to this album all the time. It's like 25 minutes long, so it's perfect. So it's perfect for Paul. And this, 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 it's it's all homemade. It's all just like Drew makes mm-hmm. these songs. He's very prolific, Sick Thoughts is. Uh, he has a new song out called Mama, I Love Satan. It's great. Uh, this is his song, Headache. Is it punk? Kind of. Okay. Yeah, it's punk adjacent. Okay. I would say it's rock and roll. All right, you there know? you go. Punk influenced rock and roll. All right, uh, I find this very funny and very cool, and just like visually, the video, sonically, the song. This is really just perfectly my aesthetic. <laughs> and you're gonna think it sucks, but I hope that the video at least like amuses you. Okay. So this is "Headache" by Sick Thoughts. There's Drew. <laughs> So he made this for a dollar. Oh, yeah. And he plays all the instruments. So, like, just, like, his fashion is black jeans. Yes. Black t-shirt with either uh, a denim vest or a black leather jacket. Yes. That's all you need. To me, that's, like, that (laughs) should just be everyone's wardrobe. Everyone should be wearing that, Paul? Yeah. How old is this guy? Probably, like, 19. (laughs) He looks like he's 37. No, he doesn't. I he swear has a to God. baby face. He has a baby face. He looks way old. Okay, there's a baby face. He's just a little chubby. I don't hate this. No? I don't hate this. It's I mean it's poppy. It's poppy. It's poppy. It's not noise. He writes great hooks. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got that like buzzsaw guitar yes. sound that I love. There's a for lack of a, the knowledge, yeah. there's the like the the first part of the guitar starts in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is real good. And then the second part, which is kind of the axe grinding stuff, I don't like as much. Yeah. But I put it together, I like it. Yeah. No, I don't hate this. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my note. Yeah. Again, he looks way older. He just looks like a just... He looks like a Joe Bag of Donuts. He looks like a Joe Bag of Donuts, but like a young Joe Bag of Donuts who hasn't fallen on hard times. No, yet. not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Just like real. He looks like a kid named Drew. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. 
there's it, I, I'm sorry to go back to the two guitar parts mm-hmm. when he gets lead guitar I don't want that but I like the like na 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 yeah part, the, the, the chug the chugging yes part. thank yeah. you yes. yes I like that a lot but you don't like the shredding part no right. that's exactly if there's no shredding I'd be, I'd like this a lot I like all of it okay I, it's just a kid with his guitar and he rules <laughs> this is so perfect this is perfect rock and roll hand claps hand claps yeah good for him doing this all together yeah and how did you discover him just randomly? On Bandcamp. Okay, there just you go. Look, just looking for garage rock on Bandcamp. Right. Yeah. Just so he can put some effects on it. Yeah. Pretty clever. For some reason there's a shot of him playing video. Why not? Uh, slot machine. Could easily be like on the soundtrack. Yeah, that's kind of what it reminds me of. That's why I always I, I like my dream job is music supervisor. Yes, because I feel like what I would do is I wouldn't like why pay all the money for the big hit songs when I would find all these kids on Bandcamp with no exposure and buy their songs for a song yep. and then also get to expose their music. That's what I would love to do. I would put this on some TV show. And then everyone would go like, is that on Spotify? <laughs> oh. And then they get discovered. Or yeah. the studio would be like, you're fired because you're not putting hits on <laughs> And you're like, well, fuck you. I don't play hits. No, Sick Thoughts would become huge. I like the name Sick Thoughts too. Yeah. I thought because the name was Sick Thoughts, it was going to be a little... Who's the guy I hate? Gigi Allen? Yes. Oh, you thought it was going to be gross? Not gross, but that kind of level of like... Noise. Yeah, no. This he, isn't. This, this is kid. Poppy. This kid has a sense of humor about yeah. himself. But yeah. this is, and even in the sound, this is poppy. This is. There's a pop. Yeah, sensor. it's yeah. like Nirvana. Yeah, like exactly. It, it, there is a pop sensibility at the foundation. Yes, that makes it catchy. I agree. And now we get a shot of him in the shower with with 3D glasses on for some reason, singing into the shower head like it's a microphone. Ferris Bueller's. Where is he from? Dude, I actually don't know. Probably like the Midwest. I swear probably from Nowheresville, Iowa. You know, like he looks like he would be from the United Kingdom, and I don't know why. Oh, I think this is so American. Okay, I think this is as American. I don't know as it why gets. it is. <laughs> Maybe it's just the sound. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. There was a co- there, one of the comments on YouTube. Someone just wrote a comment that just says, "Oh yeah, oh no," and for some reason, I think that's <laughs> very funny. Yeah, he does have a sense of humor about himself. He's he's a goober. Oh, that is funny. Yeah. <laughs> Shots of him at the playground. He's just and, yeah. But he's, he, he can write hooks, man. I love this, this whole album. Hook to me. Yeah. Two minutes and nine seconds. Perfect. Done. Over. Perfect. If I said to you yeah. that the the chorus sounds a little bit like early B-52s. <laughs> that's a wild connection. I know. But that's, that's all. It's, it popped in my head. I had to say it. Yeah. I can kind of see what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the B-52s are 
kind of punk adjacent as yeah. well. But there's something very weird and underground yeah. about both. Yeah. That was a pleasant surprise. But it, was, it was better than I thought. I really thought you were going to hate it, but I'm glad well, you did it. when I saw Sick Thoughts headache, I'm like, okay, well, it's two minutes. I'll just suffer through it. But that was actually not bad. That was yeah. pretty good. Uh, well, maybe for the B side, we'll we'll. Uh, I would we'll love to hear drug another. rock. That's I'd be another. happy to hear another song from Sick Thoughts. Okay, definitely. Uh, there will be more in the future. All right. What's uh, okay? Oh uh, yeah, okay. I don't know if you know this. Um, no, but like I understand what it is. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen it though. Okay, this. I'm trying to this. Now, li- in the past, we yes. saw Marvin Gaye. Yes. Do the national anthem at, was it the NBA All-Star game? The 1983 NBA, 1982 or 3 uh, NBA All-Star game. Which I found out recently, by the way, is the first video they played on VH1. I did not know did that. You, know, you didn't I know that. I did not know that. Fun fact. Everyone knows Video Killed the Radio Stars, yes. the first video on MTV. First video on VH1, Marvin Gaye. Did not know that. That's great. So this looks like you're giving me a similar thing. Sort of, because it's basketball. Yeah. This is... And it's a soul singer. It's a soul singer. There's a whole fucking story to this song. Okay. So the song is called One Shining Moment. Mm -hmm. And it's a very... I hear the song and I actually get emotional. Uh, It's a very uplifting... Uh, kind of not in the in the vein of like uh, Eye of the Tiger but not as cheesy and stupid it's actually but in that vein of uplifting get you going yeah and it is a song that's been around since 1986 okay and it is since 1987 it has been used at the end of every uh, end of the season for every college basketball season so the final four the uh, goes through there's a whole tournament so the mm-hmm. whole N- NCAA tournament at the NCAA tournament at the end of it there's a winner crown the winner won the game or the when champion. they when they crown the champions yes. okay and at the end of it, it it culminates in let's take a look at one shining moment and they play the song over everything you saw over the month of March Madness all the highlights and lowlights and the emotions and stuff yeah culminating they're literally editing it up to the very end. Yeah. Culminating with like, here are your champions. Yeah. They've been doing that since 1987. And this is the song. Okay. And they, every year they play this song. Mm-hmm. But it's to a different season because it's to a different NCAA right. season. But the background of the song is... Well, amazing. you haven't said who it is yet. It's Teddy Pendergrass. Right. But it wasn't written by Teddy Pendergrass. Okay. Uh, we can play it. And I'll Does it have about. anything to do with uh, his accident? And, no, none. Oh, oh, okay. None. None. Okay. So when you said it's like an Eye of the Tiger type anthem, I thought it was like he came back from the accident that put him in a wheelchair. Oh, this is his like uplifting no. song about like his recovery or something. This like was that. written by some guy uh, in Boston. Okay. And I'll tell the story. because But this is from the 1995 March Madness. This is 1995 March Madness. You can put it on, it's Pick any year there's going to be the song. Yeah. With the different But something March. special about this one. No, it's just... Oh, it's just an example. Yes, just okay. an example. But... Okay. So I felt like Teddy was going to do it live or no, something. No, they don't never do it live. It's always the same thing. Do you watch March Madness? When I used to obsessively. Okay. Uh, and as I've gotten older, as I've gotten farther away from college, I just kind of follow NBA. This piano really like always gets me. So you'll hear Teddy. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's real emotional. Oh, it's is it about basketball? The song? It originally was. That's the thing. The okay. guy wrote it in 1986. Yes. Something Barnett. He was a singer songwriter in Boston. And he was at a bar watching Larry Bird in a regular NBA game. Uh-huh. And he's like, One Shining Moment. I'm going to write this song called One Shining okay. Moment. Wrote it in a night. And just so happened to have a friend who worked as a sports journalist uh, for CBS. And he gave it to his friend going, could you give it to CBS? Yeah. Maybe they'll use it for something. And CBS was like, yeah, we'll use it. We'll use it for 1986 Super Bowl. Oh. But they didn't use it because the Super Bowl went late. Yeah. And they had like, well, we have our we have our primetime coverage we have to do. So we're going to nix the song in the montage and we won't play it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. And also the first line is the ball is tipped, not yes. the ball is hiked. Exactly. They didn't care. <laughs> yeah. They did not care. They're like, we're just going to use that for the end because they like the song so much. We're yeah. going to use it for the end of the Super Bowl. Didn't use it. And then a year later, CBS is like, hey, do you mind if we use it for our NCAA tournament? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. And so from 87 to 89, it was his voice. Not a good voice. It's real like white bread. Yeah. And then they got Teddy Pendergrass at, uh, in 80, 89. Mm-hmm. And then he sang it for like years. And then Luther Vandross took it over. Oh, okay. And then he sang it. Yeah. And then Jennifer Hudson took it over for a year. So this is an she ongoing like, tradition. Yes. And then Neo took it over. For a year. <laughs> and then everyone complained that Jennifer Hudson's and Neo sucked, so they went back to Luther Vandross. Okay. And now it's been Luther Vandross forever. Wait, you like Teddy better Teddy's than is Luther? Better. Okay. Teddy's is better. I love Teddy, Teddy's yes. voice. Teddy's makes it more emotional. Luther's is great. And so every year they show these highlights and lowlights, and it's real emotional. It's, it's a little cheesy, but it's the oh, kind it's of thing that, that you want you want it to be. You cheesy. want to add, and it's so popular now. It's like if they don't play it, yeah, people fucking go off, and they're like, "What do you mean you didn't play Shiny Moment?" Because <laughs> the Jennifer Hudson one, yeah, her version, they cut. It's like a video like this a montage, but they cut the shots of her singing. No, like on a fake stage, like lip syncing. Yeah, people are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> No, and they're like, okay, we won't do that again. It's not about Sorry. the singer. Yeah, they lost their minds. Yeah, I would too. Yes. Ooh, they even show fights. They show fights. They show screw ups because it's one shining moment digging in. So, do you remember watching this tournament and like, do yeah? You, can you identify what's going on? Yeah, Ed O'Banion is from UCLA. They end up winning. Okay. And then Ed O'Banion sued the NCAA for using his likeness in a video game, <laughs> and it was big and amazing. But like, this is. They've done parodies of this. Yeah. And like if you if you watch NCAA, you go, that's genius. Like they've done a lot of it. Okay. There's a lot of parodies out there on YouTube about this song, using this song. Yeah, I never knew anything about it. Yeah, because it's so cheesy. I think you would know about it. But just the whole like weird story behind it and how it's still since 1986 still used. Yeah. Because it's so like important. I've been to a couple college basketball. They're fun, but you know, I've gotten older. I'm like, uh, I don't have that bandwidth. When I was growing up, the Providence, the, yeah. P, the PC Friars were uh, were, uh, were a big deal. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an NBA game, but I saw a couple Friars games. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm so not uh, 
tuned into no. any sports stuff, and I've never heard of this. Yeah, there's weird. They do. Oh, I'll show you after a pod. Like they'll they'll put one shining moment in like fail montages of random fails and it works really well yeah just like skateboarders yeah. waving out and stuff yeah yeah it's good stuff that's like that. i can imagine you like that very more. funny yeah speaking of very funny um i hope you don't have anything to do tomorrow okay because this might give you weird nightmares uh shout out to bagweed who did our theme music for sending this video to me uh recently this is a a mashup you know a mashup when mash-ups. an artist puts uh, different songs together. I love a mashup. This is a mashup called Ribs. Do you want me to tell you the four songs that make up this mashup ahead of it? Or do you want to just play it and discover? I would like to play it and discover okay. it. Well, will I know these? Oh, yes. Okay. That one to discover. All very well-known okay. songs. And then someone uh, just made a computer animated video to go with... Oh, okay, okay. That's real weird. The mashup is real weird. The video is real weird. I Josh sent it to me, and I watched it like six times in a row. I love it so much. Uh, so that's, yes, this is Ribs by, uh, I can't remember the artist's name. Hold on, it should be... Uh, what is SFM? I don't know. It's just whoever. Oh, uploaded. I downloaded, uploaded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Neil Cisariga from his album Mouth Dreams, <laughs> which is like his fourth album. The other ones are like Mouth Sounds and okay. uh, his Mouth albums. Okay, it's it's a theme. Yeah. Baby back ribs. Sure, it's the Chili song. Yeah, I yeah. want my baby back. Okay, so that's one. And the in the video, it starts off with this dude has got a rack of ribs in front of him. This, he, the video is creepy because oh, it's because it's no idea. It's like I don't want to say Uncanny Valley. It's, yes, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah. Okay, I'm here for that. Now, right now, the I want my baby back. Yeah, it's a good baseline. Right actually. now, it fits. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't know it, you would just think it was a baseline. Yeah. And then in comes everybody wants to rule. Still the baby back. I I like uh, this. Now he's dreaming. <laughs> oh, they fucking fucking with me. Oh, I was like all excited, like oh this is good, this fits. And then they put chili baby back ribs in. Yeah. And in oh, the video, the, the, video same, the so same guy horrific. who's eating the ribs is now serving himself ribs, ribs. and singing the famous Chili's yes. jingle. <laughs> That's great. Double the tracks are duetting with him, so... Is this the beautiful people? Yes, now it's Marilyn Manson. Oh my god, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck? 
What you never you never it never occurred to you never that occurred to me that they the Chili's baby back ribs, Tears for Fears, and Marilyn Manson could be mashed up. I feel uh, assaulted <laughs> because I was like, oh, baby back ribs and everybody wants to go to the world. They're yeah. kind of like we're setting you up, yeah, because it's like it fits and it's nice. And then the Chili's comes on and you're like, whoa. Now and at then, that point, it already feels like a weird nightmare. Yes. Where nothing menacing is happening, yes. but things feel off that you're sort of on your heels. Yes. And then there's just a straight up zombie. Yes. <laughs> and it's a Marilyn Manson yeah. song. It starts nice with the chili and the everybody wants to the world. Yeah. I'm not the chilies. I'm sorry. The um, the baseline. Part, the baseline yeah. part and the everybody wants to the world is good. Yeah. And then the singing is is. <laughs> You're right. It's not scary. It's a little off-putting. And then this is... The way you have a nightmare where nothing actually happens in the nightmare, but the whole time you just feel like something bad is going on. Yes. That's how this starts. And then there's a straight-up zombie. Yes. But like a funny zombie. My God. This is great. Yeah. It's great, too, because whoever did this video is, like, telling a story. Yeah, so the zombie has spotted the dude eating the ribs. Yes. And now the zombie wants the ribs. Yes. But the guy thinks the zombie wants his ribs. That's not true. Or his brains. His brains. (laughs) That's... By the way, you haven't even heard all the songs in the mashup yet. There's more? Yes. Okay. And when the, the, the when the next one comes in, that's when the song goes into fucking orbit. And I laughed so hard the first time I watched it. So now he's gonna he's gonna go after the guy. He wants the riffs. This is great. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> now it's a fever dream. Oh my god. Now the lion sleeps tonight. <laughs> wow. So the ribs guy is running away from the zombie. He jumps off a cliff, but then he can't escape. But his ribs sprout wings to fly him to safety. No drugs were used in the making of this movie. <laughs> oh, that's great. This is shockingly cool. Yeah. Now there are more zombies. I really like this. Very well done. This is really well done. Oh my god. (laughs) Wow. It's so smart. Yeah. You really can mash up anything. Yeah, you really can. You do it right. I mean, they definitely did this right. So now he's escaping in a boat. The zombie still chasing him. I like that, of course, because he still has the ribs. Yeah. The zombie jumped in the boat and the guy's screwed, but... Oh, and now it works. He's like, hey, what do you say? He's referring to the ribs. Yeah. And, and then he realizes, the like, oh, you just want ribs? And then they share yeah. the ribs. Oh. No, that's just going into the next song okay. on the album, The Dream On. Say. That's not part of this song. Okay. But that's the end of it. 
Yeah. That's fucking genius, dude. <laughs> that is fucking genius. I loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> First time I watched it when Josh happens to me, it's like it starts with just baby back ribs, and I'm like, "What is this?" Yeah, like, that, what am I getting into here? This, this, uh, you know, making making references to that is very like Michael Scott from the yeah, Office. Yeah, very. It's like it's like, it's like doing what's up, right? <laughs> <laughs> but then yes. everybody wants to rule the world comes in. I'm like, oh, this is like a weird mashup. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then it's Marilyn Manson. And yeah. I'm like this is a fever dream. But then when the, li- the the lion sleeps tonight comes in, I'm like, oh, this is art. Yeah. This no, is a beautiful piece of art. This is a beautiful, <laughs> it's a story with a beginning, middle, and end that yeah. tells the story. Yes. And, and I love that. Yeah, the video is very well done. Yeah. Did that. that was fucking so, great. Yeah. Great mashup. Wow. And to me, this is just the paradigm of a grab bag clip, because what theme would this Yeah, what are you going to put just, it in? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. Yes. I, in fact, the the night that I saw it like six weeks ago when Josh sent it to me, I'm like, I've got to put the link in a, you know, I've got a list <laughs> yeah. of links for episodes. And I'm like, I've got to say like, this, this for is, a This is a done deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Introduce your. Do you like know, this. we're going to actually hear. I don't know anything you okay. brought tonight. We are going to hear yeah. some new music. Oh, shit. As in 2022. Oh, even newer than Sick Thoughts? As in like a month ago. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. This is a guy named Young Gravy. (laughs) Y-U-N-G. Y-U-N-G Gravy. Gravy. He is a rapper from Minnesota. Sure. Who blew up on SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud rapper. SoundCloud rapper. And then came out with this song, uh, uh, Betty Get Money. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it the is it the Get Money sample? No, it's a completely, completely other thing. thing. Okay, he, he, completely other thing. And now he's a Billboard chart top. Okay, and I know him because he's one of Theo's favorite rappers. Okay, and he that's was, how it goes now. Uh, you know, rappers put their shit on SoundCloud. Yep. Some of them get discovered, and kids know who they are. And I don't. I had no idea. And this was. I discovered Young Gravy with Theo, a boy, maybe like February. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were we we're going for a hike and he's, I was like, what do you listen to? He's like, Young Gravy. I was like, who the fuck is Young Gravy? He started playing it for me and I was like, hey, this guy's actually pretty good. Yeah. And I'll get into more of his stuff. And then he came out with this, which his first thing that he blew up with on SoundCloud was like, I think it's a song called Mr. Clean. Yeah. And then went on YouTube and it's got like 65 million views. Yeah. And then this song, uh, Betty, parenthetical, get money. You're almost like, he didn't sell out because there's no more selling out anymore. But you hear it and you're like, oh, wow, you really, you really went for it. Yeah. It's a great song and his flow is really funny. Okay. He's like, he's like, he's not wacky, but he gets that he's a goofball. He's right. a goofball rapper. Right. Yeah. Like sick thoughts, like not trying to be wacky, but knows that he's not. He's yeah, yeah, I agree. Is this a sample? Or yeah. Is this okay? That's the sample. Samples for gasoline. Yeah, great. And that's Young Gravy. <laughs> I fucking love this song. Okay. Yes, he's very white boy. Yeah, he's very white boy goofy. Yeah. I like the vocal filter. Yeah. 
How old is he? Baggett likes some Skittles. He could be 18 or he could He's be like 30. He's like early 20s. Okay. He's like way young. <laughs> I love this song. This isn't what I think of when I think of SoundCloud rappers, yeah. but this but is like, fun. This is a lot of fun. I love this. And when this came out yeah. and I heard it, I uh, it's now a running joke because Theo didn't tell me about this song. Yeah. So I heard it and I was like, Theo, did you hear the New Young Gravy? He's like, I've heard it for like weeks. Yeah. And so now it's me constantly going, hey, the New Young Gravy. Yeah. <laughs> But he does this collaboration with this other guy who's exactly like him. Yeah. From Canada. Of course. Called Baby No Money. Baby, yeah. That's, these are these are SoundCloud names. These are SoundCloud. Yeah. And even better, Baby No Money is spelled B-B-N-O Money Sign. Yeah, okay. Baby No Money. Hang on. And he's doing a thing where he's like a pimp. But not really because he's so, like, he knows he's so he's so unpimpish. So yeah. And it's like a real low-key energy. Yeah. But he collaborates with Baby No Money, and their first album was called Baby Money. Baby Gravy. Mm-hmm. Baby Gravy. Baby yeah. Gravy was a huge yeah. thing on Zombieland called Baby Gravy. He's like a Lil Dicky where he's like, yeah. I'm funny, but also I'm good. Which is really interesting, because if you tell that to Theo, he'd be like, shut up. Why? Because he hates... Uh, he hates Lil Dicky? hates Lil Dicky. Yeah, gravy. And then he just called out money. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised it took this long for someone to do a heavy yeah. Rick Astley sample. Yeah. Uh, and does it well. Very well done. Yeah. 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 And I was just so happy to put some music on from 2022. <laughs> I, was like, I still know things. I, I know, know your, new music. I know a SoundCloud guy. Yeah. Young Gravy. <laughs> oh, I should have put uh, Mom, I Love Satan on by uh, Sick Thoughts because it's new. It's right. Yeah. But no. Nah. Uh, okay. So we recently talked about Chunky A on the show. Are we playing Chunky A? We're going to play Chunky A. I am... I have not thought, heard, or even remember this, but I know once it happens, I'll hit, I'll go, oh yeah. Maybe. Because here's what you actually remember, is the Billboard Top 100 hit that Junkie A had, that went to like 77, which is called, ow! And the reason I say yes, it like that is because it's a pretty straight cameo parody. Yeah, he really just it. word up. Yeah. It's a word up parody. Yes. And cameos in the video yes. with him, and he's doing a whole uh, cameo thing. Yeah. Turns out... Chunky A did have a whole goddamn album. Yeah, I did know that. This is uh, another single from the album. This did not chart. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, Ow (laughs) sucks and isn't fun. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Sorry is good and is funny. I think. I think. Also, even if you don't like the rest of it, there's great saxophone in it later in the song. Mm -hmm. And then there's a real weird cameo that I cannot figure out from the life of me. Oh, I'm very excited then. I tried Googling it. I Googled Chunky A and this person's name, and there were no, I got back nothing on Google. No references Mm -hmm. to it. I don't get why he's in the video, and I don't get why he's playing saxophone in the video. Oh, I cannot wait. And this this is like if, uh, I mean, if, if Al is word up, this is like uh, that Heavy D song that we were talking about. Don't you about. know? Don't you know? Okay. 
or or a little bit um, our orange juice. Uh, oh, orange juice, the, the rain. rain. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Chunky A talking, where he's telling his girl all the things that he's sorry for. Oh, okay. I, I get and it's a doing. slow jam. This is going to be great. This is better than Ow. <laughs> and we talked a lot of shit about Chunky A and yeah. how bad it is. I'd never heard sorry before. I went looking and I was like, okay, this genuinely is a music. <laughs> and the song is better. But the Chunky A fat suit is still very it's me, baby. broke dick. Yeah. I brought a few friends with me, same background. Would you open the door, baby? Morrison, yeah. Chunky A and the boys. Cle- Cleveland's own. Okay, I'll talk through the door, yeah. I'm fine talking through the door, it's cool. You know, you've always given me love, baby. And I feel deep down in my heart that I kind of walked all over your love. Let me start at the beginning. Like, I'm a Gemini. Oh my god. <laughs> this is so cheesy. She's not having it. No. And I hate to say it, baby. They just put random dancers in. I'm sorry, baby. This has got to be like 89, 90? 90, I think. Okay. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Why is it Arsenio skinny now? Yeah, every once in a while in the video, it's not Chunky A, it's just Arsenio. Maybe it's so, if you're watching this on MTV, you realize that Chunky A is Arsenio? Yeah, I would bet that. Because it's credited to Chunky A. 100% He's just letting you know, oh, it's me. It's me, hi guys. So he's saying, girl, remember how your car got stolen? It didn't get stolen, girl, I sold your car. That's what, that's, he's sorry. I'm, I'm... I don't like this, <laughs> and I don't appreciate Arsenio besmirching the talk singing that we know and love. <laughs> no, it's uh, this is very like, this is very Arsenio. Yeah, it's, it's a, real goofy. Yeah, it's real goofy. The th- okay, so he's going to explain that he's sorry for selling his girl's car. Okay. Then after that, he apologizes something for something else he did. That's so fucked up. <laughs> okay. That you're like, that's too far, Arsenio. <laughs> too far. It's only one minute into the song, I know, too. and it's a four-minute song. Wow. This is when I realized he improvised all of this yeah. because it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's him on the mic going, let me just do it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something else funny. A hundred percent, that was it. And then the thing that he thought of. Your dog, your dog didn't run away, baby. When you was out of town, well, we had an accident with the microwave oven. See, your dog looked cold, baby. And I put him in the microwave. Oh, Arsenio. <laughs> <laughs> 12 minutes was just too long. He microwaved that's his actually, girlfriend's dog. That's actually kind of, I'm sorry, that's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. 12 minutes was just too long. Because this is more of a comedy piece than trying to be a real song. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, it's meaning to be a good. Yeah. 
And I like the background vocals. What? I, the background vocals are kind of saving it. Yeah. And then it's got this guy doing rerun, dancing. Yeah. It's just like a parody of things where you're like, what is it parodying there's and so, why? And also, there's so much going on yeah. that they're parodying. You're like, just pick and choose. Yeah. And, and, and I don't even understand what is commenting yeah. on most of the time. Okay, you already admitted to microwaving her dog to death. Yeah, what could be worse? I put some long-distance phone calls on your phone? He, he should have switched the order. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if he was ad-libbing everything in the yeah. studio, edit it yeah. to and build to yeah, the microwave. There's an edit button you can use. <laughs> that is a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. We tried to open up a Popeye's chicken in Germany. And I was this is the like pinnacle of like Arsenio's like the biggest fucking thing. Yeah, and he can the only reason he could do this is yes. because he had like a license to do anything. Yeah. And this is what he did. This is what he chose. Mm-hmm. So he chose. And then there's I don't a, know who that girl is, but she's, she's great looking. Stunningly beautiful and she's doing sign language for some reason. Oh, is that sign language? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not because that's sorry. That's the sign for sorry. Oh, but I'm okay. like, why? Why are you doing this? But that's not a famous person who I don't recognize. I don't it's think just so. Like a, okay. Yeah, it's a really beautiful woman doing sign language. Chunky A. Chunky A. And it's also different women that he's saying sorry to. Yeah. Well, some of them are her friends, I think. Yeah. Them. Okay, that could be. Oh, uh, pizza delivery. Kid pizza delivery kid. Up. They're like, let's get every kind of dance in And there. the pizza deliverer is tap dancing. Okay, you got some sacks now. Now there's like a gymnast in her apartment. And there's also a maid ballerina. But why? I don't... Only Arsenio This knows. is like the McDonald's disco commercial. Like, what does this Just have throw to do it with in. anything? Yeah, I don't know. Also, on the TV in the back, is there Arsenio Hall show? Of course. It's Lyle Lovett. Why is Lyle Lovett? Why is Lyle Lovett in this fucking video? Pretending to play the saxophone. Like, I looked up Lyle Lovett on Wikipedia like, oh, is he a saxophone player and I didn't know it? No. No, he's not. And I googled Chunky A, Lyle Lovett. No mention of this. I'm like, why is he in the video? Why is he in the video? Lyle Lovett. Not the cameo I expected. Right. The, the, The great... Country music yeah. artist Lyle Lovett. Why is he in the junkie? Is he friends with Arsenio? Well, let me see if I can reverse engineer it. I wonder if around this time was he dating Julia Roberts? I mean, I don't think they were married yet. Not nineteen ninety. A little early. I think nineteen ninety yeah. was like Jason Patrick or Kiefer Sutherland. But he was around. He was as around, a artist, but and I know he was on the show, like as in yeah. like. He was a popular figure at the time, but also like, hey, you, Arsenio goes, I'm gonna call Bly, I love it. Yeah, see if he wants to play saxophone on the video. And he said yes, like yeah, and and Lyle went, yeah, 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 yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with the video. It's it's funny. It's a goofy thing. Yeah, and I'm not mad to see Lyle love it. I like Lyle. I don't know why, but it's so incongruous. Yes, I can't imagine how it happened. 
the whole ribs video makes more sense <laughs> and is more coherent yes. than this video. The ribs video, as nightmarish as it is, tells a very linear, easy yes. to understand story. Yes. This is just a bunch of shit thrown together. And then Lyle Lovett shows up playing sex. Yeah, I, I, in a million years, I would never would have thought Lyle. <laughs> never. I almost want to hear an instrumental version that cuts out all of the dialogue. I'd be here for that. And it's just... I would be here for that because I don't think he's being... I'm a Arsenio Hall fan. Yeah. I rep that he's from Cleveland. I'm not a fan of the parody song talking right. bit. But the, the background vocals yes. remind me of the heavy D record. Yes. Yes. 100%. And the sax is great. Sax is good. But then he starts complaining about the sax. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. He's just like, let me just like work my magic on this. And now he's Arsenio. Again. Now he's Arsenio to let you know. I recognize this woman he's apologizing to as yeah. she's done stuff. Oh, okay. She's done like videos and, and bit parts in the 90s and movies and films. <laughs> And then they pull back, and it's just a, that was weirder and more off-putting than ribs. <laughs> yeah, more yeah, off-putting. no, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. but um, holy god, <laughs> I did not know this existed. I knew how existed. Yeah, and I know the video and the song. Did not know this was a thing. Neither did I until we talked about Chunky A on the show, and I said to myself. We can't have talked about Chunky A and then not look at some Chunky Yes. I mean, it's either this or Ow, right? Yeah, but like Ow... Ow is kind of a hit and it's like, eh, it's it's a cameo. But it's such a straight parody of Word Up. Like, it's just Word Up with funny lyrics. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this, I think, is better. And it has Lyle Lovett in it. It has Lyle Lyle Lovett makes it because I'm like, what? Hey, doesn't he doesn't perform on the track? He doesn't say anything. No. He just walks down the stairs playing a saxophone when the saxophone comes in, and that's it. And then Chunky A says, "Hey man, can you stop it with the sax?" Yeah, you're playing too loud. <laughs> that was bizarre, inexplicable. I don't even. I can't even make sense of it. But that's why I wanted to end the show. With no, that. just I'm, so you'd walk away going, "What?" I would rather have you ended with this. Because it would have been hanging over the entire rest of yeah, the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad ribs came before this. Yeah. Because ribs are like I was able to enjoy. Like if you put Chunky in the beginning, in the back of my head, I'd be like, I, I don't know where. You'd be thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. But ribs is just like, oh, that's, that might go on a playlist. Ribs is good. <laughs> I'm really happy about ribs. It actually man. makes me like the beautiful people more than I ever did. Yeah, because I never cared about it. But no, when I you never, put it in I here, never liked Marilyn Yeah, Mar- exactly. Mar- Mar- Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And... Uh, it goes real well with The Lion Sleeps Tonight. <laughs> yeah, another song that I don't really give a shit about. I always like that song. I always didn't care, but everybody yeah. wants to rule the world and the baby back bass. Yeah. <laughs> I love my baby back, baby back, baby back. Oh, that was really good, man. That was a gem. Yeah, but only in a grab bag can we do Yes. Ribs and Chunky A's Sorry. Yeah. Perhaps never to be spoken of again. Yeah. 
but uh, worth looking. We at. do it, but we do it because and grab bags. We're just bugging. <laughs> and also because we brought up Chunky A within the context of Heavy D. And when yes. I saw this, I was like, oh, this isn't a straight parody of, uh, of uh, uh, Don't You Know? Yeah. But it's like it's, Don't You it Know? It is very much like it, yeah. So, it's a little more R&B parody, yeah. but it is very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's it for this episode of Music Raygun. Music Raygun is produced and co-hosted by me, Paul Champanelli. And me, Kirk Rinchon. And until next time, see ya! Yeah.